Good morning, everybody. Hope you're all doing well out there. So have an interesting, very interesting show today, which is all about the energies that we should be balancing or attempting to balance throughout our lives. And there are a few of them. Some of them include multiple energies. And we'll, we will get to that. I'll, I'll tell you right now, the list of energies that we need to balance or that we should try to balance throughout our life is one karmic energy. Uh, and the reason that we're going through this, if I could say, well, let me just tell them. Karmic energy, healing energy, male-female energy, positive and negative energy. And the reason that we're talking about this today is, is pretty simple in that energy is the only thing that we take with us throughout all of our many lifetimes here in this realm. Our energy, the energy that, that, that we generate here in this realm, in this lifetime, in all of our lifetimes, stays with us. It's in the Akashic Records. It moves with us into future lifetimes. It comes with us from past lifetimes. And the more that we can balance these, become more aware of them, and balance them as best we can, the better off we will be moving along the progression line, as well as obviously uh, with the ascension process. And, and, and that's what this podcast is all about, ascension and how to how to handle ascension or how to move, maneuver through the different energies that we deal with on a regular basis. So let's get started here. Now, karmic energy and 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 I will tell you this guys, this is this is a podcast that has been divinely guided probably for quite some time now and it's good to finally get this out. And I'll tell you this, a lot of information, sometimes they give me information directly from above, and that's awesome, love that. And then sometimes they kind of put stuff in front of me so that I can, like, read up on it, rather than they give it directly to me. I mean, they did nudge me there, they did show me that uh, article or, or, um, website, whatever it was that I, that I, that I came across that generated a, a, uh, a conjured, a, a thought in me. And you guys know me, anything that's conjured, you want to step back from, but this has been re reoccurring for quite some time. I've been feeling this for a while. And that when you start reading stuff on, on all of this balancing energy, there's so much information out there. And to be honest with you, so many people, some people almost contradict others. So it's a, it's a, it's a, they're muddy waters, I'll say, but that's a good thing. That's a, actually a beautiful thing because don't get caught up in these finite details. What we really want to do is just get a general understanding and awareness of the energy. That's it. I'm when it like I'm going to give you guys more information to to maybe help you, but if you find yourself getting lost in, oh man, this is like too overwhelming. This is too much for me to think of. We're overthinking. Stop that. Come back down to this present moment. Because this right here what I'm about to tell you is the most important thing. I am going to say in this entire podcast, and that is the most uh, 
the best that you can do is to be in this moment, whatever this moment is. What do you feel guided to do? Not thinking, what do you feel guided to do? What do you feel guided? Like, and that to do could be internal, external, and obviously at that point, we want to make sure it's a high vibrational alignment. And obviously, if it's coming from internal, you're coming coming from your intuition, you know it's going to be high vibrational. So that is the most important thing. Just be in the moment. And don't get caught up in all of this. The, all this information is awesome. And if you're looking to dive into it a little bit more, that's where we're going to go right now. But ultimately, be in that moment, feel what you're meant to feel, and do what you're meant to do. And that, and you're golden. You are golden. All right, so the first one, karmic energy. Karmic energy is all about, well, it's a Sanskrit word that means action. So what actions have you done to create your karmic energy? Are you... Uh, overly positive, I'm sorry, are you over, do you do a lot of good or do you do a lot of low vibrational things? Like what have you done? What you give is what you get, basically. And we already know that's one of the laws of energy. So be aware of that. Now, you, we also want to be aware, and this will tie into my next one, of your 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 past lives. Now, a lot of people get so tied up in their past lives, they're, they're, they want to know everything about them. And okay, if that's what you feel, fair enough, then do that. And you can do it. But, and this, the Akashic Records, where all that lies, is in the seventh dimension. So if you can raise your vibration enough to get to the seventh dimension, that's where they are. But you need to raise your vibrations enough to get there. If not, you can go to other people to try to get them as well. But anytime you go to a medium or or a um, psychic, you only get what you're meant to get and nothing more. So, all right. So karmic energy, and I apologize if I feel like I'm all over the place. Please forgive me. But karmic energy, um, what have you done to create energy, to create an imbalance because this is all about balancing this karmic energy and we can't give too much of ourselves we must have boundaries uh you know what we give is what we get remember that's the philosophy or that is one of the philosophies of um karmic energy it's all about the action and what we're putting out into this world we're definitely going to get back so is there an imbalance there am i giving too much am i taking too much Am I hurting too many people? Am I too loving? And what do I mean by too loving? Because obviously, in my opinion, you can't love too much, but you can do too much to somebody that you love. And what do I mean by that? If I'm giving so much of my own energy that I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I am not feeling myself because I'm giving so much and maybe not getting enough in return, then that's too much. You need to step back and, 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 and realign yourself, set up your boundary 
your boundary in, okay, hey, I can give this much without feeling too exhausted. But love is always something that you want to feel towards another person. And that's something to be aware of too, because what are we doing? If somebody hurt us, what are we doing to enact revenge on? You know, is it, or are we attempting to maybe not enact revenge, but how are we trying to, are we talking about that person and, and, and just being low vibrational about them? These are all, these are actions. Uh, your words are actions and actions in the sense that you are, you are um, speaking in reference to that individual, which are creating an energy. So, because remember the triangle, thought, feeling, speech, and action. And, and um, speaking about somebody is, is a speech, yes, but it, it is an action towards that person. Like you're not physically trying to harm them, but you are putting energy out there to another individual that is lower in vibration. That is a karmic energy. It is something that you want to watch. We want to try to be forgiving. The next one is healing. Healing is, now healing can be as deep as past lives and it can be as superficial as this life. And when I say superficial, I don't necessarily mean surface level. I just mean superficial in the sense that it is this lifetime. But that pain can be deep. If you were, if you were quote unquote cut hard in this lifetime, you were really, you inflicted or you receive some serious trauma in this lifetime, that healing is huge. Now, there are stories of people that have uh, received gunshots in past lives and have come into a new life and have like birthmarks on the very spot that, that they were shot in a previous lifetime. There's one friend who... She said uh, a past life, and I talked about her in one of my other podcasts. She was burned at the stake in an, in a past life, and in this lifetime, she had this all of a sudden uh, healing that just came over her when she was in a group, and she had like redness throughout her entire body. Then these spots started to come up. I would imagine like, like there were black spots that started to come throughout her body. I would imagine that was, or it could be equated. I can't say for sure, but they were, you know, the, what would happen if you were to burn a body? Um, so I apologize for the graphic nature of that, but that is how that energy can travel with you. There are, um, there are so many stories out there of people who have brought forward aspects of a previous life that we need healing. I'll give you another, for instance, there was a child who in this lifetime, a child who came in and he kept saying as a young, young kid, uh, you know, well, I think he was maybe uh, like one to five years old, whatever, whatever age it was. I, I apologize. I forget. He thought he was. He, he started to uh, listen, uh, 
listing listing situations. He was a fighter pilot in World War II, and he started to list individuals, fighter planes, areas within Japan that he fought and ultimately died in that lifetime. And this energy was so strong. The parents finally, now they did a lot of investigation and they brought this child to uh, people that kind of did, uh, like psychiatrists that, that asked him good questions. And as this energy was coming forward, it revealed so much that they couldn't deny it. They took him to Japan <clears throat> and took him to the area where he his fighter fighter jet went down and he completely let go. He burst into tears. He was inconsolable at that very moment, but it was the healing that his soul needed to let it go. And after that moment, he never had another incident. And to this day, he doesn't even remember it. He doesn't remember all the information. He doesn't remember who he was in that past life like he did as a kid. But that was because that healing energy was healed. It was He was finally, his soul was finally able to let it go. And he did. Now, healing energy is, all these energies are very, very important and, and are going to be tied to another podcast that is coming up about trapped souls. And how a soul can become trapped into this realm. So just be aware of that. Um, keep that in mind. But those healing energies are very important. We want to be aware of them. And if we are going through this lifetime and we are saying to ourselves, no, I don't want to go through that pain again. Yeah, that's your prerogative. And you can do that for sure. But it's all it's going to come back up again in a another lifetime. It's going to happen. You're going to have to deal with it at some point. It's going to be stored in the Akashic records. And yeah, you're going to, it's going to come back again. And I apologize. I'm moving through this a little fast, but that's intentional because I want to get to what I, what I really want to get to is how to balance them. Now, this next one is male and female energy. And we've done a podcast on male and female energy. And here's the interesting thing here. As I was saying in the beginning, there is so much information out there. And, and honestly, so many people say so many different things. And none of them are wrong. None of them. They're all right. I think even, I, I forget, in the podcast that I did earlier, I was saying, uh, I, think, I think it was saying that Mal was the giver. And female was the taker, or could have been a, it could have been the opposite. I don't remember. But that's the thing here. It is everything is perspective. And that's why all this information that's out there is not wrong. It is it is dependent upon the perspective that we're taking. And this perspective right now that we're taking could be different than the one that we were, the one in our previous podcast. But this male-female energy is huge. And you're seeing a lot of this come up in the world right now. Where we all, well, we all, I mean, it's been proven scientifically that we all have male-female energy within us. But what, how do we balance that energy? 
And you know, guys, you know, they walk around, they're, they're not very affectionate, they're not very loving. This is obviously stereotype. I'm not saying they're like that because not all guys are like that, but I'm saying the stereotypical guy, you know, that cowboy guy, we're not very loving, we got to work all the time. Those, that stereotypical guy can be balanced out if he can begin. And you, and you see this, I feel so much more. These guys and girls are beginning to innately or, or intuitively, I should say, not innately, intuitively just start to balance this. Like, Guys and girls are beginning to realize that there is and and there is a balance that's happening that that there's an importance to the family structure or there's an importance to um family and friends and having that having that uh oh and giving and taking there are so many different aspects to the male female energy and that's the thing the perspective is is everything. So as you're trying to balance these energies, you don't even have to think about male, female. Is that a male, is that the male side of me? Is that the female side? You don't even have to do that. What you want to do is understand that similar to karmic energy, am I giving too much? Am I taking too much? Am I doing too much? Meaning, am I am I working too much and not? allowing myself to be balanced in my family side or in how I take care of myself is that are that because that's part of the the male female side but I also am going to get into your chakras because chakras are a huge player in how to balance these energies and anytime still still on the, the male female side anytime we are doing too much of one thing giving too much in one area it is we need to come back we need to be aware of that we need to notice it and then move back shift back because that's going to be how we balance am i giving too much okay i need to step back am i uh am i talking about people too much gossiping okay i need to step back or a better way to put that is am i am i complaining too much am i doing things or not enough things that are allowing for a balance within me like i feel low vibration okay but am i focused too much on it you know and here's a balance that i can begin to balance out all right i see that energy how can i begin to balance what's the opposite and how can i start to infuse that that balance into my life but we're going to get more into male female energy. Now, there here's here's something that I found on a number of different in a number of different articles that I've read about male female energy. Um the last one that I'll tell you real quick is uh positive and negative energy. So, what is good, what is not necessarily good or or what makes me feel better and what doesn't make me feel better. And then what can I do to help balance that out, that energy out? Obviously, if it doesn't make you feel good, you're probably not going to do it anyway, but maybe you are. There are some people that maybe indulge in uh, self-injurious behavior because they want to feel more, but that's not necessarily a positive way of doing that. So what is a more positive way I can do that? It's a real thing. Some people eat too much. How can we 
Um, and they do that because they're trying to suppress a feeling. They're not allowing themselves to heal. I do believe, my friends, I do believe that many of the children in, in, that we are seeing now, because we're seeing such huge increases in autism and children that have uh, disabilities, I mean, even a lot of adults, I believe that that is a, there's a purpose there. There's a reason I feel that their energies are, their souls are trying to balance more energy and they're doing it in such a, they're trying to balance it out in, in, in a lot in like one lifetime, because there's so much that needs to happen with some, some children that do have maybe even severe disabilities. And that's okay. That's all right. So uh, honestly, those, those kids and those souls are really helping this world out a lot because we are learning so much. We're, start, we're learning so much about our own behavior and how we interact with these children and these, and these adults that have these special needs. We are learning so much from them and how to be more loving, how to be more balanced. They're teaching us as, in addition to them learning. So it's a it's a beautiful balance there, and uh, and 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 one that we should be very proud of on where how much we're growing. But here's I do want to get into I do want to get into the the chakra system because I do feel like this ultimately is the place to balance this all out. And before I get into it, I want to read something to you that I thought was pretty cool. Again. I don't get tied up on the numbers because this is going to talk about the even numbers and the odd numbers of your chakras. It's real quick. It's like two sentences. The odd number masculine chakras. So odd num your odd number chakras, one, three, five, seven, are all masculine and tend to move energy through our system, pushing it out into the world and creating warmth and heat. The even numbered are feminine chakras cool things down, attracting energy inward. So remember what I was saying before about in, in my last podcast, I, I think I, I was saying that the, the female energy is the, is the giver and male is the taker. If I'm not mistaken, I don't remember, but this is where that perspective comes in. If you are talking about, um, you do feel like the feminine energy is the nurturer, whereas the masculine energy is, is more of the creator. And now that seems to be something that's consistent upon a lot of what I read. And I'm gonna, and I got that from samsaramindandbody.com, that, that sentence I got from that website. And I wanna read something else. Okay, so, oh. Okay, here, I found this. Giving is an action of our, of our divine masculine and receiving is an action of our divine feminine and balance of both energies is when we feel harmonious within. Well, I mean, you could say that about anything, feeling harmonious within, all right, whatever. Um, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't really give you a whole lot, but really why I copied that, why I wanted that or wanted to read it to you is because um, it uh, talked about the giving and the receiving of the divine feminine energy and the divine masculine energy. So 
All right, let's get into these chakras. Uh, well, actually, where did I get that? I got that from findourgoodspace.com is where I got that last sentence from. Findourgoodspace.com. Just want to make sure I cite my stuff, my friends. All right, we're going to get into this chakra because this, this is really where I feel like Yes, okay, we went over to energies. Now we know the energies that need to be balanced. Karmic, healing, male, female, positive, negative. Those are the energies we need to balance. And remember, the most important thing is just being in the moment. Being in the moment is going to be the most important because that's where that's where all of your intuitive sense comes from. Being, I'm sorry, not where it comes from, but it's how it's felt. If our minds are so scatterbrained, which many of them are, we are losing sight of the present moment. And we are losing sight of the potential guidance that comes in the present. So being present is really what we ultimately want to try to do. We do that through meditation and mindfulness. All right. We've never talked about the root chakra. I'm sorry. We never talked about the chakras in this, in any of our podcasts. I mean, we may have glanced over one or two here and there, but I think we're going to get into them a little bit more deep. And you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, I'm going to pull something up. I actually have, I'll be straight with you guys. If you are developing, if, if you are developing your, um, like you want to become a medium, uh, this, the chakra system is something that you want to really have a, a good hold on, not knowing everything about them, but you want to make sure you have, a you want to start to balance those energies out. Actually, your chakra, your chakra system is completely absolutely something that you want to balance out but you balance okay so the chakra system is something that we would want to add to our list um but honestly it is each of our chakras has or carries the energies that we already discussed the karmic energy the male female energy every chakra has male female energy and and every every which is why i didn't put chakras in the in the actual list because every uh, chakra has a male female side every chakra has a positive and negative side and negative in the sense that we want to make sure that the lower uh, vibrational aspect of it is balanced not that it is negative all right guys so sorry about that all right the first chakra remember i said and and you don't have to remember but the um odd numbers are masculine the female are i'm sorry and the even numbers are feminine if you want to take that it's not something that i subscribe to it's not something that i even think about but if it helps you i just want to bring it up again all right so your first root chakra and it's now when you're trying to balance energy the root chakra is so important because your root chakra is all about grounding grounding you if you're someone that is flying off the handle and a very, very emotional, um, emotionally driven, those are very, very difficult people to be around. They're tough. And you want to, this is 
this is something, if you're one of those people, I'm sorry, but what you really want to do is begin to balance the root chakra. And the high and low aspect of the root chakra is, well, obviously, if you're flying off the handle, that's that's the low vibrational aspect of the root chakra. That's a, and you really want to be, begin to understand that we need to find balance here, that the emotion is not the one or should not be the thing that drives you. And because of that, we need to bring balance there. And again, my my whole thing is uh, meditation and mindfulness. Once you're aware, it creates the awareness. And then once you're aware, you can uh, move, make a choice on I me. Mean. So meditation, mindfulness creates the awareness that you need. And once you notice you're doing something that's not necessarily a positive thing, then you make the decision to change that. And it takes discipline and a lot of practice. But if you're working towards it, you're going to get there. You just have to want it and then work with it, work towards it. All right, so root chakra. And, and, and to be honest with you guys, most of you probably know uh, a lot about the root chakra and its location in the uh, perineum between the legs. And, but yeah, is now... I already talked about the male and female side in another podcast, so I don't, I don't like to redo podcasts, and I won't do that here, but I, what I'm going to do is just talk about the, the positive and, and lower vibrational aspects of the chakra and how we could begin to balance them. Uh, the sacral chakra. Uh, so here, now, the sacral chakra is all about it's it's orange in color and it's just below the belly button and it relates to your sexual and reproductive capacity how you give and receive physical love so obviously what you're doing with your body is very important and i'll i'll, I'll give you a couple of examples here some guys really struggle with their with their touch you know, and not being very affectionate, okay? So that is a dominant, you can see that that's too much in, and I know I said I didn't want to um, do the male, female side of things, but I just want to use this example. You could see that the, the males that are not very affectionate probably need to do a little bit of work on their sacral chakra and then vice versa, some women who are who are a little bit more liberal with their bodies probably want to come back to the middle and be a little bit more because women tend to be more. And again, this is a stereotype and I don't mean to put people in blocks, but I'm just using examples of, hey, if you are actually guys, if guys are being a little liberal with their bodies, their sacral chakra is probably and girls overacting um but the sacral chakra is all about physical touch and if we're giving too much we're allowing too much to happen with our bodies we're not balanced and we need to come back and have these healthy boundaries that are put up about what we allow to happen with ourselves and the love that we're giving back so if i can't go to my children and give them a hug because i feel awkward giving hugs that is clearly a sacral chakra issue and something that I need to balance and need to push through and give my children a hug. 
if that were to happen. I'm I'm pretty balanced in the sacral chakra area. But either way, <clears throat> that those are aspects of the sacral chakra that need to be balanced. And and you want to um all these chakras we want to begin to work with and how to balance them out, right? A way to do that is to focus on each one individually. And I like to equate I am statements with each chakra, okay? So let's go back a little bit, the root chakra. First, it, it, it works with your feeling safe and your groundedness. So please forgive me, I'm going back a little bit and I apologize for the discombobulation. Sorry about that. But I did, I did forget to mention that the root chakra does work on also you're feeling safe and secure. So if you are, if you're too fearful, that is definitely something in the root chakra and we want to begin to balance it. And how do we want to balance that? We want to envision the sacral chakra, I'm sorry, the root chakra or all any chakra that you're working on. You want to envision it and you want to see it opening up. You want to see it spinning and you want to see energy flowing through it. Now, sometimes those, those images could feel a little like you, you're struggling to do it, but that's okay. Keep pushing through. Keep seeing that energy go through it. You're, if you're struggling, come attack it in another way. Attack it from a different angle. But you want to try to push that energy. All right. So we talked about the sacral chakra. Same thing. It's on, well, it's orange in color. It's up below the belly button. And we want to see it spinning. We want to see it opening. We want to see it moving in a healthy way. And we want to bring balance. Um, uh, some blocks for the emotional, I'm sorry, for the sacral chakra are emotional problems or sexual guilt. And for the root chakra, some blocks that manifest uh, from, from a closed or blocked root chakra are feeling fear and anything that threatens your survival. All right, the third one, your solar plexus, yellow, and it's it's about two fingers below the heart and is uh, its purpose, what it works on is it supports your feelings of confidence, intelligence, energy, and desire to be productive. And that does make sense uh, that it would be a male perspective or a male side. So each shot, if you want to look at chakras as one being male, one being female, and you begin to balance them out, that's fine. That could help you. Um, but I feel like each of them have their own male-female aspects within them. So that's just my own philosophy. Um, now, blocks could manifest as anger, uh, a victimization, a victim mentality, or a need to control others. This is something that I am so huge on, not controlling others and not being a victim. We are not victims, my friends. And I know a lot of people out there that feel like they're victims of something, but we're not. We're here to learn. We're here to balance these energies out. We're here to learn how to be high vibrational with, with being, while being in, these, in this dense energy of this realm. We're here to manage that. And it's through these chakras that we really do learn how to do that. So again, picture it spinning, picture it opening. And I encourage you highly, and anyone that takes my class, we go over this at nauseum because it is so important. You want to balance these energies out. And 
all these energies that we spoke of, the karmic, the, the healing, the male-female, the positive-negative energy are all, you can balance them all through this chakra system. If you become very one, if you become one with your chakra system, you, you're going to change your life and you begin to balance each aspect of them out, man, you're going to change your life. An I am statement that I would use for the solar plexus is I am confident in who I am. I am happy. So those two I would use. Oh, for the sacral chakra, I would say I am loved. Loved with the D on the end. Forgot to say that. I can't. Please forgive me. All right. The fourth chakra, your heart, feminine. If you want to go there again, I feel you guys know, but I will say each, uh, each male, female. This is, this is the mother of all chakras. This is the heart chakra is, is, it is, yeah, the mother of all chakras. This is where you find peace, love, and your own divinity, as well as hope, trust, forgiveness, and empathy. It connects, the heart chakra connects your top three and your with your lower three. And your lower three are all in all have something to do with your physical body. The the, the root chakra, the sacral chakra, and your solar plexus all have something to, they're all tied to the physical. Your heart connects them with the top three, which are all your uh spiritual connection to the divine. So the heart chakra is green, and uh, the I am statement that I use for my heart chakra is I am love. I am love in its totality. And that's definitely, it's something that I will repeat to myself almost every single day. And a block in the heart chakra will manifest itself in the immune system, with immune system problems. Uh, or you lack compassion, and you could also have heart problems if there's a block within the heart chakra. All right, number five, the throat chakra. The throat chakra, a lot of people with throat chakras that are blocked actually will have thyroid problems. Uh, that is an indication that you are not speaking maybe up for yourself or speaking your truth. But the purpose of the throat ch chakra uh, affects your ability to communicate and speak your truth. Very important for someone that is looking to be a channeler. And then blocks, you're not being honest or not communicating your emotions properly. Those are aspects of the throat chakra that are both, uh, that are blocks and then the others of um, how to balance it out. So obviously, if you're someone that is not being very honest with others, you, you know, you're, you have a throat problem issue. It could be over, 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 uh, it could be blocked, but it could also be overly, or if you're making up emotions, could be overly stimulated or spinning too fast. You want to slow it down. It's a nice pace. And you know, when you are envisioning your throat chakra, you want to be very 
you want to, or any chakra, you want to just see it spin in a nice, steady manner. Just a very steady pace, not spinning so fast that it could get out of control. Steady and controlled and open, cleansed. All right. Now, <laughs> excuse me. The sixth chakra or your third eye or pine pine pineal gland. Um, its color is indigo. Oh, and the throat chakra is blue. My apologies if I didn't say that. Your heart chakra is green. I think I did say that. Associated, your third eye is associated with wisdom, self-control, spiritual awareness, and allows you to see and know. Helps with focus and listening to your intuition. The third eye is such a huge one. But a lot of people that I see will have an overactive third eye and maybe their root chakras are off or not or blocked. And what that is a very, so I, I worked with one kid who used to see a lot of, of spirits uh, walking all over the place, outside in his school, he would see them everywhere. And he was extremely scared of that. Now, his third eye is very open and he's 13, but his root chakra is not so open He because he was so fearful. And we, what we did was we went in there and helped him balance those two energies out a little bit more and everything that he was seeing and all and everything that he was seeing and everything that he was feeling as a result of what he was seeing went away. We didn't close his third eye. We strengthened it. We made it more consistent and allowed him to understand his own power through his root chakra and balancing the other chakras. It was a very, very interesting case that I had there, but also uh, very telling in how important it is to work on all of your chakras and not just one or two. You really want to get into each one because as you see here, okay, self-control. Your self-control is right there in line with your root chakra. If you're someone that is emotionally driven, you probably don't have a lot of self-control or you, you struggle with the self-control. So if you can open up your third eye and work on your third, your root chakra at the same time to develop that, that groundedness, you're going to find a much more balanced third eye and root chakra. And as you can see, these, these are pretty, pretty well tied together. All of them are, um, your self-control could that 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 lends itself to your sacral chakra. And again, what are you doing uh with the love, your solar plexus and your confidence, your heart? You know, how are you giving love in not a physical sense, but in general to yourself and others? Now, a block of the third eye, you could have a lot of headaches, poor sleep, lack of focus, and doubt. Now, with that, I know a lot of you are going, oh my gosh, I don't sleep. My third eye must be must be blocked. Or I do get a lot of headaches. My third eye must be blocked. Stop that overthinking right now. Don't do that. Find peace. 
intend for your third eye to be open and feel peaceful. Know this. Don't get, do not hear these words and allow it to conjure more low vibrational thought. Remember, we are trying, we are talking about these because we want to bring balance to them. And if you're going to hear this and then allow yourself to go low vibrational, we are doing the opposite of what we're do looking to do. We find balance by simply allowing, okay? Remember, the most important thing you can do or take from this podcast is to be present now. So don't hear this stuff and allow yourself to get a little energetically out of control or overthinking about something. Be peaceful. No. No, and I say that intentionally. No, it's all, it's all going to be okay. You just have to find different ways of bringing balance uh, through each chakra. But, but that requires us to work specifically with them, to work not only with them, but with what they control, you know, what they handle. So if you feel like you're out of control, like if your mind hears, oh my gosh, I get headaches, so my my third eye is blocked, then you know we need to bring some self-control back in there. Control that thought. And how do we, we don't control that particular thought, but what we do is control our focus. So that thought might keep coming in, and that's fine, but I can control my focus. So I'll bring my focus to a more positive place. I am balanced. I am balanced in self-control. Now, that's where the triangle comes in. You create the thought in your mind, I am balanced. You say it with your speech. Now, what can you do? You are at that very moment doing something that is control, self-controlling. So therefore, you are completing the triangle right there. And you could do that with every aspect of this. In every chakra, go back, take notes. What is a control? What is a... And, and and focus more on the on the what what that chakra handles rather than the blocks. Now, yeah, if you have a question about, okay, well, I might be blocked here and I do experience this, that's fine, but focus more on what they control and then just go in and intend for them to be balanced and do something to balance them in thoughts, in thought feeling, in speech, and in action. Now, the last one is your crown chakra located on top of your head. It's purple or violet. And its purpose is it is your direct connection to the higher realms. You feel as if you are one with the universe. You uh, can help with learning new things easier and can influence your emotions and brain function. It, I like to say that your crown chakra is connect it to the divinity within yourself because we are all one so the divine is already part of you and me to me the crown chakra a statement for um the crown chakra is i am one with the divine in myself i am one with the divinity in myself and I find that that helps a lot. Uh, a block for the crown chakra could be an inability to connect with your creator, God, or the universe. But that, I mean, 
I have met people that were not really connected and you definitely can see them. They struggle with their upper three um, chakras, but if you are aware of that, then I would say that there's there's already that awareness. The awareness is already there that you that you have a creator, and that is a awesome start. So are you capable of going in and bringing more balance to that, to, to, to acknowledge the oneness that is already within you? Yes, you may acknowledge the creator outside of you, you know, that, that God, but do you acknowledge that God within you? Because he's in you as well. Um, all right, my friends. So, oh, the, the, uh, the I am statement that I use for... My uh, third eye is I am wise. I am wise for the third eye. I, I don't know if I said that. Um, for the throat chakra, I speak my truth. I forget if I said those two. I'm sorry about that. So I want to make sure I get them out there. And the reason that I say I am wise for the third eye is because so much information comes through that chakra. It's a huge one for communication. And if you're looking to communicate and become a medium or an, uh, an intuitive psychic, the third eye is one that you really want to open. Now, now, what does that look like? That a lot of people associate the third eye with seeing, but that is not necessarily the only thing that it handles. As, as we said, my statement is, I am wise. Why do I say that? Because so much, so much, your third eye and your solar plexus region, your heart, your solar plexus, your intuitive sense are, your intuition is held in the solar plexus and heart in that area of your body. But a lot of information comes from the third eye down to that area. And that is something to be aware of. That's why I don't say I am seeing because the third eye doesn't only see, it's also a receiver of information. Uh, obviously it's the sixth chakra. And if you want to look at the male female side of things, you could say that it is a receiver and that information thus goes to the heart and solar plexus area, which is the doer could be male. So the, the solar plexus is the male side. So that, that actually is a really good representation or, or a very good aspect to look at it. If you want to, the, the female receives it in, the male pushes it out. It's the and and those those two energies begin to balance, and that is actually in this very moment. That's an awesome way to think about the third eye and your intuitive sense if you're looking to balance those energies out. All right, guys, I am actually going to uh, channel for you today. I know I haven't in a little bit, and please forgive me this. I feel like this podcast was a little bit all over the place and I apologize about that. Please forgive me. I feel if you go in there and just listen to it a little bit more, um, if you listen to it, take notes, I think you'll get a lot from it. There's, there's really a lot of information in here, but again, you know what the most important one is. My children, we are here with you now and we say blessed be to all. The truth in that your energy is important to be balanced is one of great factual information, and we encourage you all to become with it.
the balancing of energy is ultimately why we are here, my children, in addition to becoming the light beings that we all are capable of being, Christopher included. You are all capable of being light beings, light workers, but it does require much effort and work within your physical bodies and souls. Souls ultimately being the most important aspect here. It is the soul that is going to bring you to where you are looking to go, but it is first the acknowledgement of it within the physical that is a must. It is needed. Here we are talking to you about a balancing of another energy, and that is soul energy. The soul energy, yes, is balanced through the karmic chakras, healing, etc. Yes, but the acknowledgement of it also brings balance. The acknowledgement of your soul and its important, the important role that it plays within your physical body. Acknowledging this is an aspect that is needed. And once we balance this energy, the soul is capable of moving forward in your physical thus becoming the ultimate guide that it is for the physical. It is the soul that is doing so much guiding work for the physical. However, as you all know, you do have yes guides and they do work with your energy on a regular basis daily. There are also spiritual beings from above that you are very all well aware of and they also work with your energy, but it is ultimately your soul and its capability of stepping forward, balancing itself within your physical self that is so important. It starts with the acknowledgement of it. And thus, once we acknowledge it, we begin to come from the soul's perspective, as we have said in a previous podcast, the perspective that we bring to this realm is very important. And if you are capable of acknowledging your soul self within your physical, you can begin to balance these energies much more easily. And that is what we would like to do. They're, they're, they're trying to say tell you, but in a in a different way. Divulge is what we are attempting to tell Christopher. We would like to divulge this information to you, and we are grateful for it. Stay very true to who you are, my children. And he is right, Christopher, in that being in the moment will allow for your soul to be very present and thus allow for you to feel its gentle nudges as it is attempting to move you in whatever direction you are intended to go at that time. It is the escape through our electronical devices, phones, or the overthinking of the mind that allows for the soul to be misinterpreted or not very capable of moving in the physical. It is these electronic devices and these overthinking minds that must become more balanced. And we begin, begin to become more one with the soul within us. It is very helpful. The more that we are escaping ourselves and becoming lost within these electronical devices and the overthinking of the mind, the less our soul has its ability to move the physical. And ultimately, that is what is guiding you, your soul. And we are grateful for this. We ask you all to go in great peace and in acknowledgement of your soul self first, because you are all a soul first prior to incarnating into this physical realm. It is your soul that is most important when it, when it comes to the ascension process. It is your soul that is the most loving aspect of you. And should we so choose to become the, the, the most loving aspect of ourselves, 
selves. It is the soul that needs rendering, that needs acknowledgement. And it is from this aspect, from this perspective, that you will find the loving heart of who you are. And we are grateful for this. The divinity is within you all, and we are grateful for that. It is another aspect that you can begin to acknowledge, the divinity within yourself. But we tell you now, the divinity within yourself is your soul. Your soul is part of a much larger scale, a universal cosmos, if you will, an energy of heaven that runs through all of you. Whether you acknowledge it or not, it is factual, and this is true. We are grateful for it. But your acknowledgement is needed for it to become one with your physical and for that to allow to help balance out the energies that lie within you. All of which were spoken today and are very true and important, yes. But he is correct in being in the moment and we are grateful for this. Go in great peace, my children, and be one with yourselves, your soul, and the love that runs through it. Know this always. We are grateful. Go in great peace and love my children always. Thank you, Enoch speaking. Thank you, Enoch. It's been a little while since we've heard from our friends, uh, Enoch and others, and I'm grateful for their return. And I'm grateful that you guys spent some time with me today. Thank you. Take care. Have a great day. And uh, I'll see you soon.